0: This is Sammy Lee Davis. You are on the podcast What Makes Me Laugh, where we literally talk about what makes us laugh. Today, I have Andrew Kreitzy, or just Andrew Kreitz, or the Kreitz Master, or (laughs) Kreitzy whatever you want to say, (laughs) Uh, with me today to talk about what makes him laugh. Uh, Hey, Andrew.
1: Hey, Sammy. Uh, I'm so excited to be on. Longtime listener, first time guest. It's going to be a great show today. I'm really excited. (laughs)
0: Not NPR.
1: (laughs) Well, agree to disagree. (laughs) Uh,
0: But yeah, uh, as most people that are on this podcast, I met Andrew Kreitz at Vanguard University, where I tortured him every time I saw him.
1: Uh, That is true. That is true. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, so you can cut this out if you want. Uh, But listeners, I actually, uh, the first time I ever saw Sammy, we didn't didn't really meet officially this way, but the first time that I saw her, I... uh, was aware of her existence um she uh was actually making out in her her college dorm room
0: wow that was the first time
1: yeah i'm pretty sure actually or maybe that was no that was you that was for sure you
0: yeah 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 i was not i mean i pretended like i was trying to hide it but also i was like "Mm, (laughs) i'm 20 something years old i've never had a boyfriend before
1: Hey, what a coincidence! I'm twenty-something years old, and I've never had a boyfriend.
0: What? Yeah. Oh man, that's a—it's a real experience. I encourage it for anybody, because uh, you learn so much about yourself. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> Lots to learn, I suppose. Lots to learn.
0: You might want to—you might want to tell Emily that you're gonna try having a boyfriend for a little bit, though. You mm. should warn her ahead of time.
1: You know um i'll get i'll get to that in the vows when when we're saying our vows okay, so actually trying to experiment a little bit before this to kind of facilitate a more healthy relationship so just i don't have to do it down the road you know
0: yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna have a boyfriend later on um and i love you and i'm committed deeply to you but i'm also gonna have to experiment with a boyfriend at some time
1: mm-hmm yeah yeah i guess it kind of goes along with the whole natural disaster things and corona make this wedding experience worse yes (laughs) let's add that (laughs) into the vows
0: you might as well you never know uh oh do you guys uh i mean i guess this is super personal but are you guys do you have another date in mind are you guys just waiting it out
1: uh, for, for the listener that doesn't know, I'm getting married, yes, me, yes, wow, yes, yes. no one would have expected it, but I, I am mean, getting married.
0: <laughs> I kind of knew it was going to happen soon. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I'm getting married uh, to my wonderful fiance, Emily, we're getting married uh, later this summer, and because of coronavirus, everyone's freaking out and saying, hey, you're going to get married later, and I, to that I say, we have no plans to because everything changes so quickly and it's Mm -hmm. still months away so we're gonna play it by ear but we have no plans right now to reschedule and that's one of the things that makes me laugh sammy uh is people that have so much fear people that read twitter and get their news via twitter and then freak Mm. out i love it that makes (laughs) me laugh so hard
0: there's so much stuff i mean i know i'm on uh social media solely to laugh and express my own emotions I do not like posting any political anything I don't like posting anything controversial uh I don't like it because it's annoying and I don't want to be an annoying person that thinks they know the truth about stuff when I don't know anything and I can be as informed as I can but that does not keep from liars lying on social media or just saying things to cause a big hubbubaloo, you know
1: yeah absolutely let's talk about that for a second can we just address the fact that politics as a whole is so funny like mm-hmm. there's people on both ends that believe things so intensely that they will just disregard the rest of human life forms <laughs> to make their point known it's like i don't know anyone that is into politics God bless your soul because you've you. given me a lot of quality laughs in the uh-huh. in my time on this earth. <laughs> I think you. if you're into politics, I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, you're a joke.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, you're a joke. You do everything you do is a joke.
1: <laughs> it's usually a joke. It's usually. The best-
0: a joke. <laughs> The best comedians of our time are politicians.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's why you see all these late night show hosts like mocking Trump and everything. Like, because any, it doesn't matter who you are, Republican or Democrat, you're a joke. It's, there's yeah. so much. Ah, oh, it's hilarious. I love it. Anyways,
0: a lot of politicians, especially politicians that are very popular or very well known, they operate in the world of like, okay, this is going to get me votes. This is the world I live in. So I'm going to hound down on that and forget everybody else that's in the world and most of the percentage i'm also gonna forget because they're not the percentage that's stylish right now
1: yeah i get you i just like i think it's like stems from the fact if you can't make fun of yourself Mm
0: -hmm. then
1: you're probably the joke (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Even more so than you normally would be.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's some good sound bites right there.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Stick yeah. around, you get a couple more.
0: You know what? This is the podcast that's going to break the internet.
1: I, I'm, it's going to get me in jail.
0: It's going to get you in jail. It's going to no get worry. me in a lot of
1: trouble. every all the politicians and all like the like activists are going to be They're
0: down there. be all the up internet.
1: in yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, fight for what you want to fight for. I, that's great
0: go go for it you do you i did not think we were going to talk about politics for a second but i here's my thing i like discussing politics i really do and i also very much hate it because all i get is people yelling at me about how i'm wrong and they're right
1: no that's usually right though i mean i how many times have i yelled at you for being wrong i don't think i've actually ever done that it's usually the other way around you believe me
0: I do bully you. I bully you a lot. I I think it's funny.
1: For people I, who don't know, Sammy uh, in college, uh, she, her humor was to destroy people, and yes. it, it was normally pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, she had a had a special place in her heart for me. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I specifically saw you as like, wow, his life needs to be destroyed somewhere. <sighs> I need to do something about that smile. I need to make it hurt. Oh my god. <laughs> I oh. think at this I think this podcast has established that I have a pretty sadistic humor. Um, it probably stems from a lot of childhood traumas, but we won't oh go into gosh. that. Oh my
1: gosh. It's not that you're a bad person. No. I don't know how I'm going to finish this. <laughs>
0: It's not that you're a bad person, but I don't know how to finish that sentence.
1: (laughs) No, no. We know you love us. That's how you show love.
0: That is. That is how I show people that I care about them. If I do not torture you, I really don't like you. Like, it's one thing if I just meet you, then yeah, I'm not going to torture you right away. But the moment you expose yourself that you have something I can tease, and I like you, and I think you're a cool person, that thing hounds... I'm going to hound on until I find a new thing that I can get on and then I'm just going to keep torturing you until our friendship is solidified and you can't get rid of me no matter how much I degrade you.
1: Um <clears throat> I'm <just> going <laughs> to I
0: okay. So, let's talk about The Good Place.
1: Ooh, love this show.
0: I feel like again, The Good Place, I will say this. So, the very first podcast I did with Jesse I talked about Shit's Creek. Fantastic
1: it, show. Jesse uh, was missing out. I I listened to that podcast and I was like, w- she's missing out on one of the greatest shows on Netflix right now.
0: I know, and I tried to get her to watch it like so long ago, like more than a year ago. When I first started watching Shit's Creek was probably uh, it was around the time the second season was about to go on uh Netflix was when I started watching it, which was a while back ago. I don't know if it was like. I think it was like three years ago or so maybe yeah. maybe less and i was like this show is amazing why are more people not talking about this show this show is so good so i tried to get jesse in on it she would not budge and notoriously jesse does not listen to <laughs> any of my show recommendations and i get so frustrated because i'm like i'm a freaking film major as are you Thank like you. i know quality why does nobody believe me?
1: I think it's because the whole um, wanting to ruin lives thing that you've going, got going on as well.
0: I don't think so. I think that's very <laughs> minor.
1: <laughs> I don't know. She should have listened to you. That's a fantastic show.
0: Everybody should have listened to me about, about that show that I tried to get in on it. And now Jesse does watch it like a year later because guess what? Shits Creek is now a big fad and everybody <laughs> watches it now. And I see it all over TikTok and I'm like, I want to make a TikTok that's like, guys, where were you three years ago when I found it? Like, why are you all <laughs> so late to the game?
1: So what you're saying is you're a hipster. Those, that's what actually makes me laugh is hipsters.
0: Here's this is how hipster I am because when I look at the actual definition of hipster, it fits because every time there's a trend, I automatically don't, I automatically don't do it.
1: You hate it, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, like uh, Tiger King, I'm not watching it because it's a trend. I'll watch it later when it stops being a trend. But right now I'm not watching it because I refuse to be in that. I don't want to. And mm. I do find cool things. And like clothing and and uh, books or TV shows or movies or stuff that I think I find. And like, this is really good stuff. And nobody watches it. Nobody listens to me. And then like, I guarantee you six months to a year later somebody's watching it somebody's wearing it somebody's reading it and i'm like why weren't you listening to me and they're like oh well i mean you weren't the first one to do it i was like actually i was i was one of the first people that was talking about this i'm not trying to be hipster i just am
1: yeah yeah i know you are super hipster super hipster um before we get back to the good place i gotta say uh controversial statement um tiger king not a good show
0: it's not
1: i got through the first two episodes oh sorry sorry i got through the first two episodes i was like okay okay yeah i can maybe like i can see it's like it's interesting it's something that a lot of people don't see and so maybe that's the appeal it's just they keep watching it i was like wow this is 90 re- percent of the people that are watching this is are just watching it so that they can talk about it with their friends that do like it
0: exactly. or pretend to like it exactly I mean, when I said I watched it, I meant I watched the uh, trailer for it. And this is also a thing I do. If I watch the trailer, I automatically know if it's going to be a good or bad movie. Almost instantly after watching the full trailer. I have to watch the full trailer.
1: How um, do you how do you gauge that with Nicolas Cage movies?
0: Um, you can gauge it by some of the key lines he uses. If he uses a line in the trailer that kind of makes you want to hit your face or (laughs) you think is way too cool. And then you look at it again. You're like, Oh, why did I think that was so cool? Oh, right. There was an explosion behind him. That's when you kind of determine if it's good or not.
1: Yeah, I just, he's a, he's an anomaly. I have no idea what to do with him.
0: You never know what's going to come of (laughs) this page. You don't know if you're going to get a success or a flop. I mean, honestly,
1: you're right. You're not wrong.
0: Although I do have this theory that time travel movies are always good. And the only ones that are not good are ones that are either remakes or they totally screw up the whole time travel movie formula.
1: What is that? Tell tell the viewers what the time traveler movie formula is. The
0: time is. traveler movie formula. There is a person that is unexpectedly thrown into a time travel situation. Classic.
1: Classic. It's a classic, everyone.
0: They have to. They have to at some point be seen as crazy for believing in time travel. Um, they have an old sage of some variety and knows all about time travel. <laughs> and it's usually this amazing little, uh, either fun little romance or buddy comedy that kind of comes of it. It has to be like, it has to be like a quirky romance or a buddy comedy situation okay. for it to okay. officially work. I feel like. Sure. There's only one movie that I know that, well, actually it didn't succeed very well because it didn't follow the book. And the time traveler's wife, when it was made into a movie, it was okay. It could have been so much better if they actually followed the formula of the book.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a common, so, common mistake. Uh, mistake. Books made into movies.
0: I, uh, yes. But think about all the time traveler movies you've ever watched.
1: Uh, the time traveler's wife.
0: Okay, what'd you think of it?
1: I never watched it. I lied. I don't. I don't.
0: Okay, know. well, that doesn't in. help.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to fit
0: in. <laughs> you just wanted to fit in.
1: <laughs> it's the only movie with time traveler in its title that I could think of.
0: Uh, well, wasn't there? There is that one movie. It does have time travel in it. Uh, oh no. I guess. I guess that one doesn't. Which one the, does?
1: Uh, Back to the Future.
0: Well, there's Back to the Future. That's not the same Are you, oh
1: okay i thought you were gonna say it wasn't a time traveling movie no
0: it yes. is it is most definitely that's that like basically set the the genre for it
1: okay good i think i'm glad we're on the same page here because i was really oh. wondering for a moment
0: <laughs> yeah but think about like the remakes of it the remake not remakes the uh the uh sequels or the prequels to it
1: mm, back to the future 2
0: not as good as the og
1: what about back to the future 3
0: most definitely not that? Most definitely not.
1: What about... Now, what were your thoughts on Back to the Future 4?
0: Was there a Back to the Future 4?
1: Uh, no. You passed. Okay.
0: <laughs> so I passed. passed. I passed the test.
1: <laughs> okay, she, everyone, she does know what she's talking about. Time travel, continue. I do. On.
0: I do. That's why I always get excited when I see a time travel movie.
1: Hmm. I've never had that same experience, but I'm glad you really? do. Yeah, I've never Guys. gotten excited about time travel Guys.
0: Movies. I'm just saying, time travel movies, most of them are real good. Oh, one of the ones that, God, I should stop talking about this. I could talk about time travel movies for like fucking ever. But if you have not seen Safety Not Guaranteed, you should.
1: Mm, Is that about a movie where your safety is kind of up in the air? We don't really know which way the safety is going to go. Are we safe? Are we not safe?
0: No, Andrew. That's not what it's about. It is a time travel movie. Again, and it's so quirky and so amazing. And it has uh, Aubrey Plaza in it.
1: Mm, that's, she's and from Parks she's, and Rec.
0: She is from Parks and Rec. She's Anchored and also the guy, God, I can't believe I can't remember his name, but the guy from uh, New Girl that plays Nick is also in it.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't remember his name. I'm really bad, but that was God. actually one of my talking points. Can we, oh, se- really? can we segue to that really quick? Yeah, yeah let's that-
0: segue to New Girl real quick.
1: I am so bad. No, no. no. Okay. Wait a second. Whoa. I was going to say the guy, you know, Nick who plays the guy who plays Nick from. I'm really bad with actor's name. So I got this from, from Matt. It was kind of inspired by Matthew Martinez, a guest a while back. Um, He always mispronounces words just ever so slightly to see if people are paying attention to him. And I thought that was so funny. It made me laugh really, really hard. (laughs) Matthew's one of the funniest guys in the entire world. Yes. And so I was like, "Okay, well, I'm really bad with like names. I'm mm. gonna adopt that, and i'm gonna I'm gonna do my own little spinoff. And so with when I, whenever anyone's talking about actors or actresses, I'll intentionally do a wrong name. I'll say a wrong name for an actor or actress, and oh then the people will be like, it annoys people so much, and I think it's so hilarious. <laughs> so like Anne Hathaway, I'll usually say is um another Anne. I don't know. I don't another, know. <laughs> another Anne. That girl. Yeah. The, yeah, the other yeah. Anne. I don't know. This is, is less funny now that I'm saying <laughs> it out loud. Well, me, because I don't so have funny. a proper,
0: I don't have a proper prompt for you. If you had a proper prompt, it would all go swimmingly.
1: It's it's so funny because people will be like, no, that's absolutely not who I'm talking about. And
0: <laughs> when other
1: people are confused or frustrated, it makes me laugh.
0: Have you ever done the, like, uh, <laughs> I think I've done this joke in front of you where we'll be driving, or right, you, me, or whoever whoever's driving, sure. and you're like, oh, man, guys, look out for a parking spot. I can't see one. And I'm always like, oh, over there. And you're like, oh, where? And I don't point. I just say, over there. Don't you see it? There's one. Yeah,
1: that's a classic Sammy. That's a, <laughs> that's a very classic Sammy one. I, I do something similar. I'll be, whenever someone uh, is asking about something or somebody, I'll be like, oh, yeah, you mean them. They're about yay high. And then I won't do any gestures (laughs) or hand motions. I'll just say, yay, hi. And how does this help me at all? No, I I don't know who you're talking about still. This is actually almost more unhelpful than it was helpful.
0: No, he's he's the guy with the eyes and and that, like, hair that does that thing with his hair.
1: Basically, yeah. He's yay, hi. And then... And it's even funnier if they're short, because then people think that I'm like making fun of them because Mm -hmm. of their height, (laughs) and (laughs) it really um really helps out. I love to help people.
0: You really do. I'm a two
1: on the enneagram. Shout out to Cassini's episode.
0: Oh yeah, I so I haven't actually figured. I think I think I do not know for sure, but I was reading one, and I think it was a seven. I think I'm a seven on an enneagram. I don't know. You like hanging
1: out with people.
0: I do like hanging out with people.
1: You're just um, a people person. You like to spend all your time with people.
0: I do. Here's the thing. I really like spending a lot of time with people. I also hate people with a deep, fiery passion, too.
1: Mm, That's true. It's a hard world to live in for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because here's the thing. It's kind of like like I will go. Not now, because I work all the time, so I'm always around people. But when I wasn't working all the time i would intentionally go to the grocery store or walmart or any store and i would drive and i would go and i would walk around just kind of shopping and i would get so frustrated because people were slow or people were in an aisle that i wanted to be in and i don't like naturally being around people anyway like i don't like people getting too close to me so i will avoid the aisle and i get so frustrated that they're in the aisle and then i just spend the whole time so frustrated but I, God, I needed to be around people real bad.
1: That's so funny, because I remember like when I first knew you mm-hmm. um, back my freshman year, um, yeah, yeah, you hated physical contact, I but you needed do. to be around people. I, yes. I mean, it's like so now, Sammy. So I mean, like, you couldn't stand it. Like, I, it was so funny to me, because I was like, does this girl love or hate people? <laughs> and as I come to know you, it's both. It's <laughs> you, both. You love to hate people
0: you know how people like naturally hug that scared the living crap out of me i was like oh god please don't be a hugger please don't be a hugger oh god they're a hugger
1: i think that's why you initially started being like uh like making fun of me or being mean to me yeah. because i would like because i'm a natural hugger and yeah, so like when i was those. like oh hey and uh you hated it and then once i found out it hated you i would do it so so of as to bug you because you're really fun to bug um and yeah and so
0: That's a low blow, really. A low blow to use physical contact to uh, (laughs) irritate me.
1: And not like a, I don't have consent kind of way, but more of a, (laughs) a you're my pal kind of way, just to clear this out for the internet. Um,
0: Here's the thing, getting my consent to touch me is like being like, you have to confirm that it's okay for you to lightly touch me on the arm to get my attention. Oh, man. so if we had to operate in a world where everybody had to make sure they got consent from from me to touch me in the most smallest amount of ways Pl-
1: platonic way you know yeah. yeah
0: even just touching my hand to give me money it's too is much Still, it's it's too much i don't like it
1: <laughs> so you're probably doing um you're probably doing pretty well with this whole coronavirus thing, right? You're like, oh, oh you God. need to stay away from each other in the first place. Why didn't we have this sooner?
0: Here's the thing. I love the idea that people naturally don't want to touch me anymore. And also, I love the idea that people want to keep six feet away from me. Like, the touching thing is one thing, but you actively trying to stay six feet away from me is even better because that's kind of the outskirts of my bubble. My personal bubble is about six feet.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is ironic because you're not even six foot. I uh, nope. <laughs> it's like it's longer than you.
0: Um, you are allowed to come into the bubble if I've established that you are my friend. It does freak me out a little bit when you first enter, but then I relax. I don't, and I do so well in society pretending I don't have this problem, but it's active. It causes me anxiety and I have to deal with it every day, but I also love people.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. No one believes that, Sammy.
0: (laughs) Nobody does. Nobody believes. Also, people don't believe that I'm really bad at math. They also don't believe I suck that bad at spelling, but I do.
1: People don't believe that?
0: They don't. They, you know, when I, because I work at Target and right now I'm like checking uh, people out for their stuff and whatnot.
1: Oh, you're checking people out? Uh-huh. I'm checking I'm people out another...
0: actively. Mm, okay, I see you. Get a girl. <laughs> Come on. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I really am. Although I am not at the same time because that just seems like annoying right now. With this whole coronavirus thing, like who has time for dating? Let's just stay away.
1: Uh, yeah, I think. Actually, dating apps are as more popular than they've ever been right now.
0: Oh yeah, and I read I still... that somewhere,
1: but it could have been I... Twitter. So don't believe me.
0: Yeah, that's true. We know the we know how Twitter is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> dating apps are still as inefficient as they were before. We're just pretending that they are because we got nothing better to do.
1: <laughs> that's true. So. You know they're actually thinking there's gonna be a, a second baby boom. I don't know if you've talked about this yet already, but oh
0: no, I yeah. believe it though.
1: Everyone's just stuck at home. I mean, yes, domestic violence is up, but hey, yes. at least we'll have more kids in the world. It's hey,
0: like you know what? That population problem we were having, gonna get solved now.
1: <laughs> oh man, poor China. They were already man. They were already having <laughs> restrictions on how many babies they have. This is gonna be nice. It's gonna be bad. Yeah, yikes.
0: We're going to – I mean, here's the thing. All the people that died from coronavirus, we're making up for it. I guarantee that.
1: I believe it. You know, speaking mm-hmm. of people that have died, um, weren't you talking about The Good Place and how that's a show about where people go when they die?
0: Yes, I got sidetracked probably because of you. Uh,
1: that's probably true.
0: Yeah. But, yes, so The Good Place um, is one of the best comedic golds I think, of this decade that has come into – that have been released – um, it is about basically uh, Eleanor's. I can never say her last name. Sostrup, something somethingstrup. Yeah, it's somethingstrup. Uh, it's Eleanor. Um, it's basically it follows the story basically of Eleanor, um, and she dies, and she goes to this afterlife, um, and she meets Chidi, who is supposed to be her soulmate, and then she runs into Hani and at the time jian you and <laughs> john i think i said that correctly I don't yeah know. no i was just <laughs> laughing
1: because he's just such a funny character
0: god it's so freaking good so just so y'all know these are going to be major spoilers so if you haven't watched the good place i'm sorry you're on the podcast now there's it's probably in the description that we're gonna be talking about the good place there is going to be spoilers so you either catch up or you wait to listen to this podcast um but at some point they all find out that they're they're not in the good place they're <gasps> in the bad place <gasps>
1: theatrical gasp
0: theatrical gasp that's at the very end of the first season oh. but i thought it would get it out of the way right now because we're gonna be saying things that definitely spoil that whole shock <laughs> Um,
1: I remember I was like, actually floored. I was like, I did not see this coming. Me too.
0: Honest to Which God.
1: Is weird for a comedy. Cause usually you kind of know where they're going.
0: Oh yeah. You, you usually know where they're going. And that's such a big like secret that that's like shining level of shock factor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like shining, not the shining. Sorry. God, I'm mixing up all my horror films. Uh, six cents. That's six cents level of shock value that they produced
1: i've never watched the sixth sense so I what can't, i can't help you i don't like you know this about me i don't like oh, that's i funny. don't like horrors i like thrillers oh, my i don't eye. like horrors why would you specifically- watching the sixth
0: sense is like if you're gonna be a film major you kind of at some point in your life do need to buckle down and watch it because it is probably only m. night Shyamalan's only good film
1: you didn't like split
0: Okay, here's I'm the thing. Just play. kidding. Was
1: pretty, just...
0: Split, I liked the concept, and I think that's why I watched the whole thing, was because I liked the concept of it. I wasn't positive that it was executed the way it should have been. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a really cool idea. It's just his, great his idea. In the end of all his films are just like, okay, that's, <laughs> let's move on.
0: Look, here's the thing M. Night Shyamalan lost my respect when he destroyed Avatar The Last Airbender.
1: Yeah, um we don't want to talk about that on this we podcast. We don't want to talk, talk want about that. that
0: I'm sorry. I'm bringing people subject. down. Yeah. <laughs> the good place brought that, which was amazing. Such a fantastic twist. And they whoever wrote it, which I wish I knew who wrote it right now. I might look that up. And it took it takes a whole team to uh to write TV shows. So it's not just one writer. But the creator of it, uh so good, so great. Like such an amazing concept, and such a like, like what could have been a controversial concept, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. About like the afterlife, which a lot of people have many different viewpoints of what that is. Different religions. Uh, they did such a good job at honoring all that, but also creating their own thing and their own thoughts and stuff, and made it such a what could not could have been not a very funny show and way too complicated to be made became this amazing, well-thought through uh, well-developed TV show that again, I feel like didn't get as much attention as it should have, although it got more attention than I think Schitt's Creek did. Oh,
1: much more. Yeah.
0: Much more. I think um, that's just
1: because of the level of um, like popularity that Kristen mm-hmm. Stewart has in the film community.
0: That's that's true. Uh I think yeah, that's probably what made it. So I guess it was a lot more uh, it, uh
1: it's it Kristen a lot Bell better. by the way.
0: Kristen Bell, not Kristen Stewart. <laughs> Why did I go with
1: that? I don't know. I think you were trying to be nice, but I was trying I... to tie it back into my original. Oh yeah, what yeah. yeah.
0: Will you purposely Uh also, I just started watching um Cheers too. And I did not know 'Cause I didn't look it up on like IMDB, but I didn't know Ted Danson, who plays Michael in the good place, yeah, was also Sam in cheers. I didn't know that. He has aged. I didn't recognize it until it got pointed out, and I was like, Oh my gosh.
1: He just looks good at the Silver Fox.
0: He really does. Like, honest to God, he aged very well.
1: Yeah, I mean, not as well as Robert Downey Jr. is gonna age, but I mean no. it can all be Robert Downey Jr. so.
0: No, we can't all be Robert Downey Jr. I also think uh Hugh Hugh Jackman is going to age very, very well. He already is.
1: Yeah, I, that there's certain people like and like Will Smith, like they're just gonna they're just gonna be good looking forever and forever. I'm not, I haven't even started to become I like I didn't even get to the point of almost being good looking. <laughs> you're gonna be good looking forever. So no, you're not really you
0: know fair. You're good.
1: <laughs> you're good, just not looking. <laughs> you're good. You're good. <laughs> you're there.
0: You're... You, you know, you're not ugly, so that's good.
1: Thank you, Sammy. I appreciate. You have a very
0: long neck, which kind of freaks love... me out.
1: I have a very I. Uh... Yes, I have a long neck. Thank you. It Okay. My brother stole all of the head in the family, so he's got like a giant head, and then oh, I took it. <laughs> like no neck and then I've got all the neck. <laughs> yeah, it's uh...
0: well, well, Hey, it's good that you shared with your siblings.
1: Okay, can we like while we're talking about shows, uh, have you yeah. watched um, I recently just watched rewatched Community. Did you have you ever watched
0: Community? Oh. Dude. Have I watched Community? I've rewatched that show multiple times. I was watching it when an OG came out when I was like in high school. Yeah, Me, yeah. And my friend, learned the whole rap to that Abed and Troy. Uh, and Abed Troy. in
1: the morning.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like, yes. I have watched Community religiously to when it was so bad and I still watched it because I love these characters and I love the show so much and I thought it was hilarious. Again... <sighs> Another gem that I had found before everybody else.
1: (laughs) Here we at. I mean, I thought I think that's one of the funniest shows to date. Like it is. It is. I mean, Donald Glover is my one of my favorite rapper, and then two in this, he is so funny. He's like a great stand up comedian. He's great in the show. Like, yes. I mean, every literally every. The, it gets worse as like the show's going. Like after mm-hmm. after he leaves, like it kind of goes goes downhill. Yeah. And I recently, this last time rewatching it, I watched it through its entirety. In the mm-hmm. last episode, I literally started to tear up, and I'm, I I was embarrassed because like the, it wasn't be. as good, but it was. Oh man, ah, it's so good. It's
0: so good, like. Donald, like that was it like when Donald Glover started getting really popular it's like yeah guys he was great haven't you ever watched community how'd you not know this guy was amazing
1: yeah yeah
0: and then um god I wish I remember his name the guy that plays Abed also just hilarious genius amazing and played that character so freaking well I just I can't even I gotta find his name because he is a phenomenal actor that again I feel like does not get the get the attention he deserves. Uh Danny Pudi. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh we got some like we have high name like celebrities in this. We've high got names. Ken Jong, we have Joe McHale, mm-hmm. we have legendary Chevy Chase, we have Allison Brie. Yes. We have we have some great celebrities in here.
0: Um so many good ones. I mean also here's the thing. Uh Jim Rash, who plays like the Dean. Oh, he is so funny. So funny. And he's in so many different things. And he's such a versatile, amazing actor that I also feel like has not gotten enough attention that he deserves for his comedic (laughs) goal.
1: Yeah. like, Oh my, yeah, it's it's so good.
0: Just freaking phenomenal. This, This show is so funny. Like, let's establish, like, first off, they paid beautiful comedic tribute to classic uh tv tropes classic movies classic uh uh books and storylines that i feel like some comedies kind of detour off from and i think like it's good that comedies are trying to like not follow the same formula but i think you don't understand like how why there is comedy formulas and the reason is because they are good They make people feel good and it strangely pulls you into a good sense of false security. So then later on when they do stuff that is completely out of the genre or something completely out of left field, you have established comfortability with the character. So now they're allowed to do that.
1: Yeah. Magnificent. Like,
0: What was one of your favorite, favorite episodes?
1: Okay. So the classics are the paintball episodes. I love the paintball episodes.
0: My God. I am to this date, I believe, that the best episode they ever did was the alternate realities episode.
1: Oh, when you, like, they throw the dice up in the air? Yes. And creates the six different timelines? Oh, my. It's so fun. Evil Abed. Like, the evil, the ti- like, darkest timeline. The
0: evil timeline? The darkest timeline? <laughs> so freaking ingenious. Like, so funny and so great.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, it's, it's. Fantastic, and the way that they like are edgy mm-hmm. is completely acceptable because of the. I don't know, uh, they <laughs> I mean, this show would never air nowadays, just no. like The Office would never air, but yeah, it's, it's so good. You have to be able to make fun of yourself, um, exactly. And that's what these shows, like The Office Community, um, Arrested Development, they all do so well.
0: Yeah, they really take a commentary on life and do such a good job at making it comedic. And I mean, I've listened to some jokes from uh, community and I'm just like, wow, that is so good. It sucks that that would not fly in our media today. Like that, sh- like community would have been taken off the air and community came out in 2009. Wow. Like that was only 10 years ago. And our media platform has completely changed in what's acceptable and not acceptable.
1: And that's, like, good to an extent, but it's also, like, man, what do you... I mean, we're not going to get well, into it, because you know my views on politics.
0: So. Right. Like, there's there's some stuff that, yeah, we need to be genuinely aware of and not uh, be rude about. But also, sometimes we're just being way too sensitive, and <sighs> we're keeping... We're keeping good jokes under wraps or we're not able to talk about different commentaries that are happening in today's world because we're so afraid somebody's going to get offended.
1: And the the fact of the matter is you're never going to be able to to appease everybody. You're always going to offend somebody and that's just the way it's going to be for the rest of time forever.
0: Yeah. But I think community is also another comedic goal that was... It did get a lot of attention when it was, was first airing. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. Um, And it did get a lot of attention. I mean, clearly, because they went on for, like, I don't even remember how many seasons. How many seasons? Like, six?
1: Six, yeah. Six,
0: six? yeah. Um, so it went on for a long time, because there was a devout fan base to it. It's just, like, now people are rewatching it and be like, this is so good. And I'm like... Yeah, guys, it's always been this good. I wish, like, it's just that Shit's Creek thing because here's the thing, I don't like having this hipster mentality because it means nobody else is in the same headspace as me and nobody's watching the same stuff as me and it's just frustrating to try to convince everybody to watch something. Yeah. But I'm glad people are getting into those shows now because now I got things i can talk about
1: <laughs> yeah no i've i've like i loved community mm-hmm. just like you since it came out um and then oh you I, did i didn't yeah. know that i'm sorry oh yeah oh no no no. i mean i'm not a hipster like you but <laughs> i mean uh it's just a show that has aged so well and like
0: yes
1: even rewatching it just like binging it through coronavirus it's been so fun because yeah, there's like all these actors and actresses that got their starts pretty much mm-hmm on this show or they blew up after the show. And it's it's really cool to see. I mean, obviously Chevy Chase has had like a a long line of film history before this, but.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, I think it was really refreshing to see um, Alison Brie kind of get the spotlight she deserved because she is a fantastic actress.
1: She's great. She's absolutely great.
0: Especially comedically. She really shines in comedy. And I, was kind of sad that she didn't get a lot of attention, but once, you know, she did a community and that kind of got out, I was like, good for her. Cause she is really funny.
1: Yeah. It's, it's crazy to look at the, like the celebrities on the show mm-hmm. and see where they're at now. Um, uh, because some of them are like actually really funny and they're just like not in the scene anymore for one reason or another, but like, yeah. like you're saying Danny Pudi, I haven't seen a, a thing with him in it for a, a hot minute. Um, Joe McHale has had like four canceled shows in the past two years and they've all been decent, like, but yeah. Like, it's just not been tailored to specifically how how well he can do things. It's it's yeah. kind of it's kind of sad to see all the star power and a lot of a lot of people are not in the game anymore.
0: Well, and I think I feel bad for Joe McHale because like the reason he did so well on community was because the role of Jeff fits so perfectly for him. Yeah. And I think He is a great comedian and I think he is super good at what he does, but he is such a harsh comedian. You know what I mean? He's
1: very harsh, yeah. He
0: has a very strong personality and mindset and viewpoint that I think is hilarious but a lot of people might find off-putting. So I feel like he will have a time to shine bright again. um, But I think as long as he's willing to uh, keep doing stuff, I think he'll he'll find it again. It just sucks because that the Jeff Winger character was perfect for him.
1: It's pretty much like a uh, an extension of his true character. I, I feel yeah. like, but just like dramatized.
0: Yes. Oh, very much dramatized. Um, Which is kind
1: of like I feel like. Ken Jeong obviously is not as bad as in community. Oh, no, no. But the role was made for him. He was he's so funny in this role. And he's like a funny person in everything he does. I mean, dating back to like Hangover and all that stuff, but
0: Oh yeah. Um, let's let just sta- let's talk about Ken Jeong for one quick second and say that he is to me the epitome of the Cinderella story for movie actors and comedians.
1: Okay, because, explain this.
0: So I so I was listening to I think maybe one of his stand-up routines or something, but um he was a doctor, as everybody knows. He OG was a doctor, he wanted to do movie stuff, he got the role at the hangover, and his career set off from that. But you know, his role in the hangover was basically a Chinese mobster dude <sighs> hey. that had his dick out and
1: only a couple of times
0: oh yeah just just a couple of times not that bad not that bad um and he made a whole career out of being the chinese guy who exposed himself for comedic laughter i mean that to me is amazing to go yeah. from this subsequential character that was just established to be a comedic relief of some variety, and became like one of the best comedians known in America or the world right now. Is crazy and amazing.
1: Yeah, I feel like the way Ken Jeong is to the Cinderella story to comedians, um, Adam Screwdriver is the Cinderella story to like normal mainstream like dramas or like film.
0: Did you say Adam Screwdriver? What do you say? <laughs> Just Adam screwdriver? Adam, screwdri- Adam um, Driver.
1: Because you know, I, I watched a TED Talk with him. Uh, yes, he did. Did oh, you watch yeah. that one where he was like talking about his like transition from Marine to actor? Yeah, like, that's pretty sweet. I mean, like that's a very drastic career change, and I know a lot of people oh, yeah. actually do very dramatic career changes when they get into acting. But like, I mean, to from the discipline to of a Marine to having to like unveil your heart and your soul into a character and gr- granted i mean i've seen a lot of better actors than adam screwdriver but i mean the the way that he's he's been able to <laughs> sell himself to get into these these big major roles it's like mm-hmm. wow great good for right. you, man
0: honest to god i think he is becoming a very very good actor and i actually i actually really like him i think uh what did i see him in i saw him in what do you call it uh, why am i forgetting the the uh it was that one movie about the black guy infiltrating the kkk black Klansmen. that black clansman. he was in that and he did so good maybe i shouldn't think he's as good of an actor but i think he's a great actor and I think, if anything, he's definitely growing substantially as an actor. And I think uh, we'll see some really good, like Academy Award-winning stuff from him. And if anything, he's at least a good guy that's in Hollywood. You know yeah, I mean?
1: exactly. That, and that's you gotta support him. You gotta, you gotta be like, wow, this this guy. Come on, I'll watch your movies.
0: I'll I'll watch his movies. I'll watch his movies. I mean, honestly, when I saw him in Star Wars, I loved him. And I don't know why. Because I think there was something, uh, to me at least, I understand a lot of people didn't like his acting in Star Wars. I, I get not. it. I get it. But I did like the emotional vulnerability, quote unquote, that he seemed to have brought to his character that I know wasn't the best or most amazing, but I liked it. And I don't know why, but I do. And maybe he's just going to be one of those actors that everybody else says is really bad. And I'm just gonna be like, but actually I like him. And I think he's good, but it's fine. You know, we all have those actors.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Who's an actor that uh, when you say you think is really good, everybody starts laughing or thinks you're stupid.
1: Um, that's a good question. I think, I don't know if they would laugh at me, but, um, I think that Ben Stiller is an <laughs> incredible actor. I think he's one of, one of the greats and people were like, Ben Stiller, really? I'm like, yes, absolutely. Cause he's an actor, director, writer. He's got mm-hmm. the, the triple threat going on. He's, yeah. I love Ben Stiller. Okay. Um, I think he's super underrated um but there but What
0: about you there it is well i already said adam driver so besides there's adam yours
1: no, no 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 you gotta actually work
0: besides for this besides adam driver mm-hmm. i'll tell you what uh although granted i think he actually is becoming a really good actor uh shyla buff
1: oh my okay see this is what, what we're talking about people making fun of you okay continue go ahead
0: No! No, no, no. Wait, have you seen the latest movie that he was in?
1: Oh yeah, Holes?
0: No! My god!
1: (laughs) Wait, uh... Oh, the one where the robots transform into cars?
0: No, not Transformers. Duh, he was amazing in that movie.
1: I feel like he was just, um... a supporting character for Megan Fox.
0: He was great. I... Well, well, here's the other thing. I also love Transformers in general, so he's kind well, I think that's why, because he's kind of in the, like, he's in the guilty pleasure movies of mine. Uh. Yeah, so, but I like Shia LaBeouf. I think when he actually tries, he's pretty good. When he's crazy and he doesn't, he is something.
1: <laughs> that's a good, that's a nice way of putting it. He's something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, the good thing is, I don't think any of those people are going to be listening to this podcast. so I can say whatever the hell I want. And even, and here's the other thing. If you're an actor, you understand that you are putting your art out there. Therefore, you've opened yourself up to criticism. I am not saying that he has not done his time and that he's, he, I don't think he's a bad actor. I think he's an actor that doesn't want to apply himself the way he probably should. Because Mm -hmm. I've seen him do some pretty good work, and I think he can do it, but he just doesn't want to. You know what I mean?
1: I getcha. I getcha.
0: You get me. Uh, Mr. Ben Stiller's great. I mean, Uh, Name
1: one movie that you didn't like that he was in. If you say Night at the Museum, that doesn't count.
0: Why does that one not count?
1: Because it's a kid movie.
0: (laughs) I also didn't like um, him in, what's the one where he's like the stupid model or something?
1: Zoolittle? That, nope. oh my. Nope. Okay, so you just have so I, what he, makes you laugh are um, making fun of people who love good comedy.
0: Uh, no. I also don't like The Hangover. Oh
1: my. What is what I is don't. I You're think losing it's, all your, your listeners right now. I'm
0: losing all my listeners? Look guys, <laughs> I'm just telling you straight up those comedies are trash. They are trash. Oh. You watch them because they're trash, and that's just the way you like it. It's trash, and it's fine. I watch tra- I watch trashy movies too to make myself feel better or laugh because I just want somebody to make a poop joke or a sex joke, okay? I get it.
1: Okay, actually, what you're saying crazily makes sense to me right now. Yeah. Because, like, I don't understand people that watch Hallmark, but now it's making sense.
0: They just want a happily ever after scenario okay we all know it's trash we all know it sucks <laughs> but i'm watching that christmas movie about a woman who falls in love with a ghost who eventually becomes real again because i and just want a happy and not impregnated okay, well, no impregnation happens that, that we know of but <laughs> i'm watching that movie because i just want to see a happy ending okay I if I want to watch something tragic and deep and meaningful, well, I'll I'll watch Moonlight. Okay.
1: Oh, oh wow, you went there.
0: You want real movie? You what? Here's the thing: there's movies and then there's films.
1: Oh, oh! Do you hear that, everybody? Wow, this is this is a podcast we, where things get said.
0: <laughs> we all know Hangover is a movie. We also all know Moonlight is a film.
1: Mm, they are I can, separate. I can respect that point of view. Uh-huh. I, I respect that. You know what I also respect? What? Parents um not giving in to their children. I love Yes. I laugh so hard when kids cry. Uh my uh my fiance, <laughs> uh her sister and her husband have four kids and Wait. whenever they're crying, uh Wait. it's for because so, kids cry for the stupidest reasons. Yes. It's like, "Oh, we don't get to stay up pat. We don't get to stay up another 3 hours. Oh, no, if you stay up another 3 hours, you're not going to function tomorrow. So you have to go to sleep." But I love when kids cry. I think it's so funny to me because kids wow. are stupid. Kids are so dumb. Wow. Cuz I mean, they're just not developed yet. They're just dumb.
0: So are you are you planning on having kids?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm going right. to laugh when they start crying. And I'm going to be like, tough beans, kid. You're not going to get what you want this time. Because I know what's better wow. for you. And wow. sometimes I will give in to what they want. And wow. then they won't cry and I won't laugh as much. So,
0: Wow, you should just have a parenting book right now.
1: I like, where is this? Should I be an author?
0: I think you should be an author of about... Teaching people how to raise their kids, I think you have so much experience and knowledge about it that you should write that book.
1: Honestly, Sammy, you're selling me pretty hard right now. I think that it's a little <laughs> bit less than what you're saying, but pretty much on par with what you're saying. So, if you guys want to buy my new book, it's called "Crying Kids." So is what? ecstasy? <laughs> is <laughs> Crying ecstasy? kids. So what? <laughs> I like yours better. That's hilarious. I
0: li- <laughs> I like Jira's crying <laughs> It's his ecstasy. <laughs> I, I
1: <don't>
0: know. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's so terrible.
1: Uh, uh,
0: wow, that's so, that's so terrible on so fun. many Help levels. <laughs> we have fun. We have fun on this podcast. We laugh a lot <laughs> about people's trauma and children crying. Um, <laughs> we're also going to go kick some puppies later if anybody oh wants my. to join.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa what kind of puppies cuz if they were if they're chihuahua's and I'm down if they're pretty oh, much yeah. dog besides <laughs> chihuahua's they're I'm
0: all down. and they're all puppy chihuahuas but there's also normal <laughs> chihuahuas mixed in so you can't tell which ones are like puppies
1: <laughs> just kick ones. them all
0: chihuahuas <laughs> <laughs> Let's just kick the
1: chihuahua. Oh, that's actually a podcast I'd be down for. Kicking chihuahuas? Yeah.
0: <laughs> we just, we just record ourselves kicking
1: chihuahuas. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking it would be more of a, a mental podcast where we mentally kick the chihuahuas, but. Wait. Um,
0: How's that work? <laughs> you just think really hard in silence?
1: Okay, yeah.
0: What were you saying?
1: I was just saying it's like kicking chihuahuas is a metaphor, Sammy.
0: See. I thought it was, like, a real thing, (laughs) and I was much more excited for the real thing, not the metaphor.
1: I think you can go to jail for that now. Can we? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't survive well in prison. I'm more of a drop-the-soap kind of guy, and I would rather not
0: be in prison. (laughs) You'd probably probably be taken advantage of pretty quickly, Andrew. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. no, I'd definitely be uh, chained to somebody for sure.
0: I feel like it's a crab shoot with me. I could be easy pickings or I could not. It just kind of depends on like how I want to go about my jail situation. Do I want to be top dog or am I okay? Like being subservient? I don't know. We'll feel. I'll feel it out when I get there.
1: I get you. I get you.
0: (laughs) I'll see what happens.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This has been fun.
0: You, you know what? I dare say you probably are going to come back on this podcast. Oh possibly.
1: Boy. I don't know about that one. We'll let's, we'll let's let the do, viewers decide. We'll let the listeners,
0: let the listeners decide comment below. Um, you can do a shout out. If you hate us, just tweet us
1: like, and subscribe.
0: Give us some reviews. Um, the first, the first five people that give me a five-star review on this podcast i'll give you five bucks why oh, not
1: i'm gonna you go do that bucks. literally right now and get five bucks
0: <laughs> no you're not allowed to this people four... that have already <laughs> people that have been on the podcast are not allowed to
1: uh,
0: i'll know who you are
1: i'm gonna go under a fake alias and then i'm gonna <laughs> make gonna... a completely different venmo account and you're i'm gonna make all five <laughs> five-star reviews <laughs> See you later, taps I just got 25 free dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, this has been a good time laughing, talking, addressing hipsters, addressing <sighs> actors that probably don't deserve our praise and acclaim, but they have it. <laughs> uh, this has been What Makes Me Laugh. I'm Sammy Lee Davis.
1: And I'm Andrew Kreitz.
0: And I do sure hope we made you laugh today. It's been a good time. it's been good?
1: It's been a good time. Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. Okay, go ahead. No, it's Let's it's okay. It you yeah, just no. keep
0: just keep talking. It's fine. Um,
1: okay. Do you well, got more to say? Yeah, I've got more to say.
0: I can keep talking then. Just keep going.
1: Um well when two when, when, Are you gonna see, t- when a man and, and a woman they love each other. Um,
0: yeah. They it's um, do they do. It's so it's
1: kind of like, I don't know how <laughs> to describe this. It's like, <laughs> have you ever kicked a chihuahua? <laughs> <laughs>